0: And now your host, Vena Jones-Cox.
1: Good afternoon. I am Vena Jones-Cox, and this is Real Life Real Estate Investing. Hoping, as always, to help inspire and guide you on your journey toward financial independence through real estate investing. Uh, The Real Estate Investors Association of Greater Cincinnati has its second meeting for the month of February, tomorrow night and if you're here in the area or can get here it's one that you might want to attend the guest of the main meeting is Brittany Calloway now you may recognize that name from a couple of weeks back here on Real Life Real Estate she's the gal from Baltimore that's been investing for about 18 months and is doing deals in like five different states because she has systems and virtual assistants and all kinds of neat things going on that allow her to take her business to the next level. She's uh, giving a poll presentation tomorrow night at Cincinnati Ria. You can learn more about that at CincinnatiRia.com. That's R E I A rei acom Download a free first-time attendee guest pass there as well. Uh the early meeting by the way is about how to invest in northern Kentucky like what's different about investing in Kentucky versus in Ohio it's a an interesting topic as well again cincinnatiria.com for more information about all of that Um our topic today is one that you you're, you're going to be tempted to blow off not to put too fine a point on it because we're not we're not going to discuss like cool tactics that make you you know $10,000 with one deal or you know ways to ways to dig up more motivated sellers or any of those things that I know real life real estate listeners like we're going to talk instead about something that you need which is kind of basic basic financial literacy for real estate investors there's this whole side of what you need to know to succeed in this business that people just don't talk about because it doesn't sell courses and it can sometimes be difficult to discuss over the radio where you can't have a whiteboard with a calculator and numbers and all that sort of stuff but it is so 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 important if you ask anybody who's truly made it in the real estate business they will tell you that understanding the understanding the financial part of it understanding the numbers and the the options and things is is one of the biggest parts of their success and one of those folks who would tell you that were you talking to him is Larry Folk, who is a member of the Central Ohio Real Estate Entrepreneurs up in Columbus, came to me at the beginning of the, or the end of the year last year and said, I think people need to know this. And he handed me a, he handed me an outline. And I took one look at the outline and I said, yes, people need to know this. Let's, let's do this. And, um, his His background is that uh, he is a Vietnam vet who used the g i bill to go to o s u and got a degree in finance and then took a brief detour into insurance uh meaning meaning to become a stock broker but graduated in the middle of one of the biggest recessions this country has ever had um worked for twenty five years as a senior account executive and a sales manager and um Started investing in the stock market right out of college, retired at the age of 52 on his investments, and then uh, got into real estate. Now, if you're you're looking for somebody who's going to tell you flip properties and pay lots of taxes on it, Larry is not your guy. Larry is an own the asset, buy and hold. That's how wealth is created, you know. Minimize the uh, minimize the amount of time you're spending on your work so that you can maximize the time you're spending with what you love. So, joining us by phone from his home in the Columbus area is Larry Folk. Larry, welcome to Real Life Real Estate.
2: Well, thank you very much. I'm glad to be here,
1: and I'm glad you are here. Um, I want to I want to actually share with the audience what it was that you actually said about um people entering the real estate business with basically no knowledge of how finance worked or taxes worked or investment worked and and you you were i mean i know you've been around the real estate group for a while but you were you were sort of shocked that so many people were trying to get into this business without that basic knowledge
2: well you know you've got you got quite a spread of different talents in the room you know you've got some people that are hourly you've got some managers in the room you got some college educated people in the room you got people that don't you know uh, finished high school and it's a smorgasbord of um uh, of people that are not used to listening to someone like me maybe right out of the get-go that comes from a financial standpoint um and they were a little surprised when I didn't get up right away and say, "Boy, real estate's the best thing that you could ever do." <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I, I started talking to them, and I think that, and one of the things that I'm I'm, I'm pretty aware of because I, I do some financial training is that um, when you go to school, um, they you don't get any specialized financial education and especially on how to learn to make money work for you my my daughter went to uh ohio northern and became a she got her doctorate in pharmacy and uh which is one of the reasons i had to go into uh uh real estate she just about broke me <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm not kidding you anyways uh I asked her ten basic financial questions when she graduated. And now this is somebody that is a doctor. She couldn't answer eight out of ten, and I was really, really disappointed. So even to this day, I manage uh, some of her investments for her, um, and but I'm I'm trying to teach her how to make some of these decisions on their on their own. And even in Sunday's paper, there was a full spread uh, article. About how millennials really don't know uh, what they're going to do or where to start when it comes to finances. So when I approached vena to, to teach some of the folks to wrap you know kind of make a long story short, I wanted to kind of weave a story through a series of classes um, and and uh, and I, based on things that I had to figure out when when I started. You know, how could I save them some time and money and, and put things together so that sequentially that they should be considering? And um, so far, so good. Um, any person that wants to be educated just needs to know where to get the knowledge and how to organize that knowledge into to an action plan. And, um, and certainly at Corey you can do that. And, and one of the, the, the other things that I found out over time when I started talking to people is that, you know, normally the middle class sends their kids to college. But college is really employee training in most respects, whereas the, the more wealthy and, and rich people send their kids to financial strategy and skill conferences so they don't have to work so hard and so long. And that's kind of what one of my goals is with these folks uh, when I get up and talk to them you know do you want to work hard all your life or do you would you like to work a little smarter mm-hmm. so that's kind of where i'm coming from mm-hmm.
1: we need to take a quick break but i do want to invite listeners who might have questions for larry about anything he's saying we're gonna we're gonna break it down pretty basically today so if you're a brand new investor like you don't even you don't even know where your first deal is coming from yet today would be a great day to call and ask some questions our number is 877-772-9658. That's our toll-free number here at the studio, 877-772-9658. You can also send us an email. The way you do that is you go to our website at realliferealestate.com, click the Ask a Question button, fill your question in, and make sure you tell us where you're writing from. Hit the, hit the Send button, and we'll get it here in the studio. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I am your host, Vina Jones-Cox, and my guest today is Larry Folk, who is just a real-life investor from the Columbus area, who has had a lot of experience both in um, kind of the more traditional stock market sort of investing and also uh, real estate investing, and he teaches financial classes to folks. and. Um, just has some good input for you on things that you are going to want to do that, that, you know, frankly, Larry, I, I, we're talking about new investors here, but I know people who are full-time and have been in the business for five years that have never done some of the stuff you suggest, like, I know one of the assignments you gave to people in the class you taught was, go make a debt worth statement.
2: I sure did. Uh, I did that at the end. I think the group was a little surprised that they were going to come to your meeting and get homework from me. (laughs) (laughs) But I told them that at the time I said, I I really, really, really want you to take this seriously because I want you to bring it with you to the next meeting, and we're going to talk about why I had you to do that, but I don't need to see anybody's. But it's a really valuable exercise, and and let me give you an example why it is. Uh, I have my last oh, 20 annual net worth statements, let's say, and numbers don't lie. So when you're investing over a period of time, and most of us uh, you know, uh, want to retire at some point, not work hard all of our lives, you need to do a net worth statement and see if what you're doing is making any difference uh, and growing to the point, you know, let's say you wanted to have a million dollars when you graduate, uh, when you when you reach retirement. Y- you you can measure how you're doing. Um, and it's the same thing in a business, which is the other reason I had him do it. You need to take a uh, look at your businesses the same way. And over a period of time, once you start seeing that your money is growing, you're going to start asking yourself and your net worth, well, what did I do right? And if it isn't, what am I doing wrong? Um instead of waiting till you're age sixty or sixty five and trying to catch up. Mm-hmm. Uh it, it doesn't work that way. So I, I've taken a look at that and I can see where my income grew from uh, from the stock market standpoint, and then over the last several years I can see how my passive income has grown, uh so I could replace um or let's say I have a a goal of making and living off of $50,000 a year. You know, how much of that can I generate passively just by investing so that on my 61st, 65th birthday, I could get out of bed and say, you know, I can retire today. I can start taking social security. And technically it's at age 67 now, but Mm -hmm. there's some real benefits in that. And I walked the class right through that in the second class. Mm -hmm. You know, I, They were surprised because, you know, and what I said to them is that most people want to get wealthy, and they just want to coast to the finish line, and they want to retire early. So understanding how money works and how to invest it are two of the most important subjects that you're going to have to study during your lifetime, especially if you realize that there's no such thing as job security, which was one of my motivating factors when I was looking at my why's over the years so that I could try and uh, retire early. Um, Some of life's greatest enjoyments and most of life's greatest disappointments, you know, stem from the decisions that you make about money. And uh, in my opinion, to become a rich mom or dad, you need to become a financially smart mom or dad. And as Warren Buffett said, happily, there is more than one way to get to to financial heaven. (laughs) So, you know... Everybody's got different strengths, and numbers come really, really easy to me. And I learned how to do the analysis steps. It's like learning how to put a P and L together on a real estate deal. Um, and off to the races we went. Mm-hmm. And they need to kind of think from a business standpoint the same way. You know, when I did the first class, v, and I put together a, a chart. This chart has been around for a long time on the four, what I consider to be the four major uh, investing vehicle classes that people can invest in. And the large majority of them really operate in the stock market. But anybody since the beginning of the year, because um, they've taken a 10% hit, are now thinking, i got to work longer. I may not be able to retire. What happens if my health gives out? Uh, and so... And it was a motivating factor for me to because I don't like the volatility. Uh, and it was a motivating factor for me to start looking at another investment class, and it ended up being uh, real estate. Uh, it doesn't have the volatility, and it certainly doesn't have the risk uh, that, that comes with the stock market. I mean, you can make money or you can lose a lot of money, and you can lose a lot of money very quickly if you don't know what you're doing. You know, I, I asked some of the people in the class, I said that, you know, I have a 401k. I said, have you considered putting a stop on any of your investments? And most of them didn't even know what that is, which is scary. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, most of their, the people that are talking to them are the buy-and-hold-forever type people, and that's not the way to make money in the stock market. So... Um, You know, when you look at the real estate end of it, there's less from my standpoint. There's controllable risk. You just got to learn what you need to do, and it's discussed at the clubs. P&Ls, buying right, ARV values. You know, uh, you you bring in people that can teach them how to do the uh, the estimated repairs. um, Some of the more jugular mistakes that you can make, and when I gave them the chart. I didn't try and sway them towards real estate, but what I did is I put the different asset classes down one side, and then across the top, I put all the financial uh, considerations that you should really look at when you're investing in any of these vehicles, and I can tell you that leverage comes into play when you're talking about real estate, not to mention tax benefits and appreciation benefits and the cash flow benefits. So, um, I guess, and and then I went through a a presentation on each one of these, uh, uh, the the five, what I consider to be the five or six keys of why real estate is such an attractive place to invest versus the stock market or any place else, and we just went right through it. You know, they need to make their own decision early on whether or not Uh, They want to be in real estate, but I can tell you uh, they hadn't heard anything quite like that in a while. And this is one of the first things I learned uh, when I started looking at it. It was the stuff I was interested in. And so um, that's why I put that chart together. And some people looked at it and got a grin, but I told them it wasn't my original idea. It's not (laughs) something I put together. It was something I had learned 10 years earlier. And if they would just consider listening to me and putting up with me, i think that they uh they might learn something that night.
1: Let me uh i want to i want to talk about those those reasons why uh folks might find real estate to be a really good investment, but i just got a very interesting uh, email from Christy who lives in um uh northern kentucky, okay? And she says, I, I really want to challenge something that he just said. I know that the reason I'm in real estate is because I'm not making enough money and I'm way too in debt. How does it do me any good to make a personal financial statement?
2: Well, no matter how good or how bad your net worth looks, it's really, really important to know where you're starting from. Uh, I'm going to give her a couple of different answers to this. Um, If if you see a statement that's filled with high debt, low income, total income, which is itemized in the Section 1 of the net worth statement, or high expenses, bad liabilities, few assets, (laughs) and a poor-looking future, it's time to take pause and begin setting new financial goals. And as you, as you go through the years, you're going to see whether or not those new goals are working or not working. But what you don't want to do is stay stuck in the past because everybody can change it. And when I graduated from college, I, I had a 100 bucks maybe to my name. That's all I had. But it's important that you know where you're starting from because it it really matters where you finish later on down the road. Um, And it's going to influence the kind of things that you're going to want to pursue from um, an education standpoint. I mean, if you absolutely have no money, zero – in fact, you might even have a negative net worth – I'm going to highly encourage somebody to start looking at wholesaling. (laughs) <laughs> because they need to generate some cash. Um, and that would be an interest strategy. They don't even have to come up with any money to finance the property, 10 bucks to seal the contract, and do some deals like that in order to start generating uh, maybe even uh, enough money after they've done a few deals for a down payment on a rental property. I mean... People do this all the time. In fact, you teach it yourself, Vina. Um, not everybody, though, um, has absolutely zip. I've run into a couple situations. I, I I do lease options where people haven't been able to come up with the, the money that they needed uh, in order to put the down payment down. And when I start talking to them about, you know, what they might have, as far as personal assets, that are sitting right around that they could sell. You know, you, ever, you see the gold commercials on TV every day, <laughs> coins, stamps, et cetera. If you really want to get into real estate bad enough, you can do that. You might have old, old 401ks that are sitting around, because the average person now only works at a job for a couple of years that you could roll over into a self-directed IRA, and produce the funds that you need in order to to get started.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I've actually had, uh, and this has happened twice, I've had people come in and lease option a house, and they got their money from their parents, which is not really not an unusual situation anymore. And the reason why they did that is I had a conversation with them. I said, do you know what the IRS gifting laws are? <laughs> I said, "Would you prefer to give them the money right now and buy the house and enjoy it and see the happiness that it brings, or would you just prefer to die and then send the, give them the money and hope that they and not be around to see any of that stuff as a grandmother or a grandfather?" And the next thing you know, I'm getting a call. We're going to do this deal. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and and let me let me add that I, you know, heaven knows that I understand that when you are very aware that your financial situation is not good, it's very tempting not to want to take an even closer look at it. But Larry, I mean, this is just like, if if I realize that I'm 100 pounds overweight and I want to lose weight, I kind of need to weigh myself or I'm not going to know if I'm losing weight. And then when I see how bad it is, I'm going to need to learn about, calories and exercise and eating right. And it's not, it's not just something that is going to happen because I want it to happen. And I think what you're encouraging people to do is get a baseline, but also to realize that it, whatever behaviors you have been engaging in that have gotten you to that baseline that you don't like have to change. And and many times Many times we don't know how to make them change, you know, because we just we just haven't we just haven't studied it. We don't know how to do real estate deals. We don't know how to go sell gold, you know, whatever whatever the thing is. But without without taking a look at it, it's hard to make it. It's hard to make it a focus. And this is going to be a project, just like losing a hundred pounds would be a <laughs> would be a project, right? It's not going to happen tomorrow, but you're looking for. Incremental gains that you can build on, and you know that that sometimes you have little setbacks, and sometimes you have a great six months, and and things look much much better than they did. And um, keeping it in front of yourself, though, right? That I don't. That's
2: exactly right. And I, anything measured improves. This is the this is my sales manager part coming out, you know, and I learned this when I was managing people. And it was the same for, I applied the same principle, if it works on, with them, because I had to assign quotas and, and all kinds of nasty things. and and uh, But it works the same way uh, for net worth. And at the end of every year, I do a net worth roll-up, no matter how it looks, because uh, I want to know if all the things that you just mentioned, that I use during the year were working or not working. Because if they're not working and I'm not losing weight, I'm not fooling anybody but myself. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you're constantly getting on the scale every day at 100 pounds overweight, then something's got to happen And uh, besides starving yourself. In the same way, there's all kinds of investing strategies. And when I presented this, I told them, I said, even if you never buy any real estate, you still... If, you're in, if you've got a 401K, you still can take a look at it from that standpoint, but it's a habit. We talked about habits um, two meetings ago, I think it was, that, uh, that uh, all I can tell them is that habit has really changed how I look at things because I'm in the room, I'm by myself. Is it working or not working?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, we need to take another quick break, and afterwards we we're going to answer some more questions that folks have sent in through our website at realliferealestate.com. If you have a question for Larry, you can do it that way, realliferealestate.com, or you can give us a call at 877-772-9658. We'll be back. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host Vena Jones Cox. My guest today is Larry Folk from Columbus, Ohio. Um, did a couple of classes up there for the Central Ohio Real Estate Entrepreneurs for the new investors, and I was so impressed by just sort of the just logic and you know basic wisdom here. <laughs> Uh, that I asked him to come on the show and uh, share this with everybody. And uh, again, we have a way for you to email questions. And that is to send them to, to go to com and send them through the Ask Vina a Question uh, tab. Or alternatively, you can call us at 877 772 9658. And I have somehow arranged my inbox here so that I can't actually click the inbox. Oh, there we go. Okay, so. Hey,
2: can I, uh, I want to just emphasize something else for Christy, okay? Mm hmm. Uh, before we leave and I get to the next question and forget this, I was asked that same question that. She asked me, it's a good question, because nobody wants to look at negative information. And here's what I said to the person that asked it to me in the class. I said, no matter how badly it may look to you after you're done, taking today's financial snapshot, it's just today's, we all start somewhere. And you have to remember it's where you finish that counts. And then I said, we've all been there at one time or another. In fact, some of my closest relatives started out with nothing, and some still have most of it left <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's so hard to come up with a a financial joke. you have no idea
1: <laughs> no no, I believe you. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we kind of have a similar, um, apparently you're, you're 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 striking a chord here with some folks because I um, got an email here from Tom, who is also from the Cincinnati area here. The subject line is starting late. He says, I had a major financial setback a few years ago. I'm relatively new to the real estate business, but I am working at full time. I'm pretty knowledgeable about this, but I'm in my late 50s. What suggestions would you make? Now, I'm going to read between the lines here and say that maybe the major financial loss means he's not starting with a bunch of money to invest.
2: Well, he still needs to do this exercise because um, I can't imagine that he would have no assets. And the the object of putting the financial net worth statement together is to take a look in, at, you know, what do you have from a cash availability standpoint without having to call anybody. You know, what kind of cash do you have sitting around? Um, and then the next is to take a personal property asset inventory um, that you could use to to raise funds within 30 or 60 days without running out and having a fire sale and giving stuff away. Um I can't emphasize enough that when I have these conversations, I mean, I, there's all kinds of options that you could look at, and that includes even self-directed IRAs. But, um, you know, I, I like, I'd like uh, Tom to know that I didn't get started in real estate till I was in my 50s. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so everybody, you start where you start, and it's never too late to start. Um, And, you know, when I did my business plan this year, I asked myself this question, Tom. I said, just how long do I plan on doing this? You know, I was looking at my whys, and after three, four, five drafts, I realized that this was something that I could do forever. You know, I don't have to do 100 deals a year, it might be one deal a year, or it could be Two deals a year. Um, it kind of depends on your goals, but I, I, I've now realized that now that you have the skills, once you learn the skills, you can do a deal whenever you want, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and, and and make some money on the side legally. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so uh, and and if you set a money goal, uh, then let's say he wants to make twenty thousand dollars a year then you you know you do the math and you back into how many deals would I need to do that and what what are my strengths and weaknesses what kind of deals do I want to do and if it's flipping or wholesaling to generate cash that's what it is kind of depends on what your talents are
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um Larry if you don't if you don't mind um, I have the the five page <laughs> handout that you <laughs> created for the first of the two classes that you did at COREY. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 very detailed. I mean, it's not like an outline, like you actually wrote it out. And I'd like to offer it to folks who go to realliferealestate.com and join our uh, email list. I'll send it out uh, next week with our email. I didn't have it in time to send it out this week, but um, folks who are already on the list would get it, and then people who go to com and, and join our email list, I can send this out to them next week, because I think this is really valuable, and I can, I'm can i looking at the clock, and we're just not going to get through it all. <laughs>
2: uh, I, you know what? I, I don't mind, but they need to understand I'm not a typist, even though there, there's a couple of typos in uh, there.
1: So much modesty.
2: And uh, <laughs> But I, di- I really wanted to be detailed enough so that for example, Tom, who's just starting out, when he takes a look at the the uh, the graph and he reads this uh, this printout, these are the basics of real estate. They're the hardcore why you should be doing it and uh, and how it can make you money. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's uh, a very there's
1: there's a very interesting statement here at the bottom of page two. It says. Real estate is the only investment that allows you to invest with little or no money down, but still get 100% of the ownership, 100% of the income, 100% of the tax advantages, and 100% of appreciation. And that's that's so true. I mean, I I, I don't I don't know how you go to your stockbroker and say I would like to get some PNG stock, but what I'd like to do is give you one dollar now and the rest of the money over time, but I still want to own it.
2: Well, that's exactly right. If you, if I go to the stock market, and I say I want to buy a hundred thousand dollars worth of stock, guess how much stock I get? A hundred thousand dollars <laughs> worth of stock. But mm-hmm. if you take a hundred thousand dollars and leverage it, you could, you might be able to buy half a million, million dollars worth of real estate. I don't know what the right number is. But you can really, uh, real estate offers some tremendous leverage advantages to you. And uh, you can spread your risk out. So it's really a powerful benefit. And leverage by itself is a subject that, you know, I gave them just enough uh, for them to read it without overselling it. Because you have to be careful you don't get into trouble by overleveraging. Mm-hmm. And that's on page, I don't know, four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I do I did give them some caveats, but it, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable when you start taking a look at uh, some of the benefits that you can derive from real estate. Um, I'm, I'm sad that I didn't get started earlier, uh, to be honest with you.
1: You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing, talking today to Larry Folk about just Basic concepts around real estate investing and getting started, and things you're going to need to understand if you want to be successful at this in the long term. Our number here in the studio is 877 772 9658, or you can send us an email by going to our website at com. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. Talking today to real life real estate investor. Larry Folk from the Columbus area. I'm uh, I'm uh, looking at some questions that have come in and and trying to read them simultaneously with right. uh, with uh, speaking to you here. And um, it, it's it, again, it, it's we, you and I had a conversation today about mm-hmm. how there are things that that people want to know, like. How do I make ten thousand dollars in two weeks with no money, and then there's things they need to know, like how do I minimize my taxes on that ten thousand dollars, and how do I do all that without you know having a fair housing violation <laughs> and 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 things like that and that those things often don't overlap that that what what they need to know is not necessarily what they want to know, but this has clearly hit some sort of an nerve
2: well you know they're they're excited coming in. And, and I understand that, um, but I, I'm sitting in the room uh, with all these people, and I'm listening to the conversations going on, and they really need a framework, kind of like, I don't want to use a roadmap, but maybe some sequencing and some things to understand um, before they get to, uh, how do I make $10,000, you know, if they understand that real estate's a better investment, really, in 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 many respects than the stock market, they're bought. They got to buy into that concept. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I'm going to talk about in the next meeting, um, should I not screw this this <laughs> this interview up too badly, <laughs> is that you've got to decide to to invest in real estate. Make the I'm going to do this. And here's the reasons why, and I'm giving them the reasons why early on. Um, you know, I, I did a little bit about when I did the net worth presentation, I could see the chagrin in the, in the, in the audience because they all wanted to know, well, how do I get other people's money <laughs>
0: <laughs> to,
2: to, uh, uh, to do this so I can go make my money and pay them back and let it go? You know, and I I told them, I said, look, you know, if you understand how to put a net worth statement together and you do it continually as a habit, you're going to know if you make the right decisions and you're going to start thinking like a business person would. And that's going to be your measuring stick, and it certainly is mine. Um, After that, uh, figure you're going to actually have to take some instruction on the different ways to get other people's money because they all have different costs and they're all going to affect the profitability of your deal. And if you have the wherewithal to be able to do a net worth statement, you're going to be able to put something in front of whoever you want to get the money from in a manner that they want to see it. says, yeah, I'd like to do that. Um, uh, and you can tell them why they want to do that. And that that is something that you you learn a little bit over time, and uh, but certainly not in an hour presentation when I'm talking to them. We're going to be, begin to touch that in my next meeting. But uh, you know, I I wanted to make money too, but real estate is a is a uh, what's the right way to put it? You make money over time. Um, it's a number of transactions. You have to learn that and understand that, and as you do these transactions slowly but surely, you're going to get to where you want to go. But it's it's not a get rich overnight gimmick.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I mean, let's 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 place place the blame at the feet of the real estate education industry that so many people don't understand that and i you know i I obviously have to take my share of that as well <laughs> because i'm I am part of that industry, but when all of the all of the message is uh, on the late night infomercial or the you know sexy four color fold out brochures you get in the mail when there's people coming through town is look at Fred here made twenty thousand dollars on his very first deal, and you can do the same thing and there's there's no no evidence in any of that, in any of the sales pitches, that there's that there's a serious study here to be done. Right? You just you just learn the you just learn the sexy techniques, so you go out and you're a zillionaire, and it's all fine from then on out.
2: Not only do you need to be able to recognize a good deal, you gotta be able to recognize a bad deal. Yeah. And Um, you went through an explanation, I forget how long ago it was, about four or five deals that people just didn't have a clue um, that were ready to make major mistakes. One of them had to do with the foundation. You had a picture of your hand in the crack. (laughs) You know, and... uh, But I'm telling you, it ain't that hard. It isn't that hard if you just... Have some basic fundamental skills. Um, one of the things I was thinking about doing is, is telling the group about my first deal. And I was going to explain all the mistakes that I made. And I still made money because I had my fundamentals down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, which includes an inspection looking for cracks in the foundation where you don't put your hand. Um, <laughs> So, but you have to be disciplined and you have to be able to put it together sequentially. Um, there's a kind of an order that you should be thinking about um, as far as an education level goes. Uh, what's first? What's second? And that's the kind of stuff I'm trying to cover with the beginners so that they don't take, if they can learn this and take six months or a year to learn it and go out and not be afraid to pull the trigger. Uh, because I'm telling you, I still my heart still pumps every time I do a deal. It just does. Uh-huh.
1: Well, that's good. That means you're careful.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's a little bit of a rush, but once I got that first rush, uh, I was like, I was, I was addicted. Hey, I like this. Mm-hmm. I like this. Well, and since everybody can do it, if I can do it, they can do it.
1: Since most of our listeners are, are scattered throughout the country and will not be able to be at your next class in Columbus, share with us what what is the first thing that a new investor should be looking at in terms of the education that they're that they're getting? Do they jump straight into a forty thousand dollars all inclusive? Uh,
2: <laughs> well, b- briefly. In the, my first session was designed to re, review most of the investing vehicles that were available because some people are, aren't going to want to do it, and they can do the stock market. But why real estate was the investment choice I was recommending. The second step was making sure you knew where you were starting from because you could buy a property, and as you say, the first week the roof's leaking. Where am I going to get the $5,000 to fix it? So you need to know that, but you also want to be able to take a look at how much money do I have to fund my real estate educational needs? Because you're going to have to pay for some of it. There's no way of getting around it. Um, But if you know the right people to ask, they'll guide you to the right places to get that information at the least expensive cost or... Uh, for the best value, and i 'm into the best value kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. after that you got to start getting prepared and that 's where the education kicks in and i earlier I said if you didn 't have any money from your net worth statement, maybe you needed to look at wholesaling the other you take an inventory of your strengths, and maybe you know flipping's a good idea or maybe. Renting's a good idea, or lease optioning's a good idea, or just straight options are a good idea. But there's a number of ways in the cash now versus cash later strategies um, that uh, you can make money and generate stuff if you need to, if you want to increase your annual income. Because I can, I told the group I said, look, nobody, most of the people in the room are not going to get rich on W-2 income. They're just not. And I can tell you this because I've been there. Your boss is not – he doesn't care if he makes you wealthy. He cares about – he's working on his dreams, not yours. So if that's the case, then you have to work on your own dreams. Mm-hmm. And that means you're going to have to get good at investing one in one asset, vehicle, or another
1: very good we are out of time so folks who'd like to see the whole five page uh write up larry did go to real enter your name up in the thing that says um join our mailing list and we will send that out to you next week thank you so much for your time today larry appreciate your wisdom and um uh, just you know very good explanation of how folks need to get started here We will be back next week with more information to put you on the path to financial independence through real estate investing. Until then, happy investing.